Hi, welcome to the Penis Project podcast. This is the place to come to find out everything you've always wanted to know about men's health but were too embarrassed to ask. Join physiotherapist Dr. Joe Milios and sexologist nurse practitioner Melissa Hadley Barrett as they talk to real men and the experts about men's private parts. Have a burning question you really want to know the answer to? Please subscribe to our website at thepenisproject.org and ask us. The more time I've got for you. There's too much talking, texting, tweeting, posting. Too much noise altogether. In silence is strength and peace and space. Imagine silence forever. The Penis Project podcast is proudly supported and sponsored by Prost, Exercise for Prostate Cancer Incorporated, a not-for-profit charity set up in 2012 by myself. Dr. Joe Millions. If you want to know any more information about Prost, including our online service now available, please just go to prost.com.au. Prost means cheers to your health. So, Prost to you. Where I want to call my home. So, stop for a second and listen. It's not silent at all. Welcome to today's podcast. This is Dr. Joe, and today I'm going to be interviewing Melissa because Melissa's been working really hard over the last couple of months on a whole new program to be um, accessed by anyone who might be remote that can't come and see her uh, as a patient directly. So we're just going to start off with a little bit of background though. Melissa, you're a nurse practitioner and a sexologist. Let's have a little chat about what each of those actually entails. Is. Okay. So a nurse practitioner is a nurse that starts off with a normal nursing degree, Bachelor of Science, and then you have to have a postgraduate in something and a minimum of five years experience in a specialty area. And then you go back to university and you do a two years master's degree. And the difference between a nurse practitioner and a registered nurse is that a nurse practitioner can diagnose illness. So... Nurses aren't allowed to diagnose, so a nurse practitioner can diagnose and then prescribe medication and order tests for diagnostic purposes. So it's just one step different to being an an RN. So an RN is brilliant at looking after people, um, but a nurse practitioner can then go that one step further and diagnose illness. And then a sexologist, I probably should tell you that. Absolutely. So, um, and a sexologist is, there's different types of sexologists. So I think of myself as a clinical sexologist because I deal with physical ailments. And I do, I did a um, sexology qualification at Curtin University, which I finished five years ago now. It's like a two-year postgrad. Yeah, two-year postgrad. And I learned a lot. And the main, most of the people that were in that course were psychologists it's a you know and there is there was a gynecologist doing that course when I did it as well and there was also a GP from Mongolia of all places wow so that was interesting um so I think Curtin University have the only course of that type in the southern hemisphere and so it was really excellent I really enjoyed it and I learned a lot and that was but it was mainly based on psychology so I really wanted to learn the physical problems behind it and how to deal with those so once I finished I had I worked with a mentor who I still work with um, Dr. Stephen Adams, and he has really predominantly taught me all the clinical skills that I have, so how to prescribe medication for these issues and all of those things. Great. So that's just an important bit of background because when we're offering uh, you know, courses online and people need to access services, I guess we want to make sure that we've got the qualifications to substantiate that. Mm. 
So, Melissa, what have you found are gaps in, you know, looking after men since you first started working specifically in the prostate cancer population? So I think what happens to a lot of men is they go along and they get a diagnosis and then they go and see either a surgeon or a radio-oncologist or something like that and they are are basically focusing on getting rid of the cancer, which is completely reasonable. And I... A lot of men say that their radio-oncologist or their um, surgeon never discuss sexual function with them and I think perhaps that does happen a lot of the time. But I think more likely it's that once the patient and their loved one who's usually with them at the appointment hears the word cancer, they don't hear anything else. So I think that perhaps it's just, it feels like it's something that's missed but maybe it actually is covered but they don't take it in. So I think it's really important that when that initial shock is over that people go and get specific education about continence and sexual function because that seems to be a real gap. Often I'll see men who post-treatment are shocked that things aren't working like they used to and that's the really good, that's the big gap which I'd like to fill. So the course that you've actually written, is that for prostate cancer patients? Yeah, so the one that I've written, it's called the Prostate Cancer Rehabilitation Program and it's focusing on sexual health. Um, But I do also talk in there about like survivorship and, you know, diet, recommend, you know, keeping your weight down, how important exercise is and there's links to resources for that and most importantly there's a lot of links to mainly your PROST program uh, for and also to this podcast so that people can listen to you in episode four explaining how to do a pelvic floor exercise properly and I've done spent a lot of time explaining how pelvic floor is so important both for your sexual function and your continence. So but most of the program is my specific area which is about rehabilitating your penis and keeping it healthy and then if you're an eager beaver I've called it and you want to get things working before they return to normal over the two-year post-treatment time then um, I'm also teaching in that course how people can get erections in the short term using injectables or pumps or perhaps um, I've also talked about the pros and cons of having a permanent um device inserted for erections if things don't come back to normal. So it's six modules um, and it goes from, I also think that lots lots of men and their partners don't know how a penis works because often you never think about how something works until it's not working. So the basic anatomy is covered? Yeah. So I've done a whole module on the basic anatomy and I've tried to put it in a plain speaking English way and um, Jeffrey, my little penis, he's turned into a little cartoon and he follows the journey along um, talking about all the different things and explaining the anatomy. So there's slides, there's a workbook, um, there's actually activities for people to do. So in it, there's also like a, a um, in the workbook, you'll be able to record what your continence is like and what your erectile function is like over time. So you can take it to whoever your health professional is and say, this is where I'm at. Um, because I've had a lot of patients who are really organised bring me in, things like that. And I find it so helpful when oh, people... it's always so helpful, isn't it? When they've got these logs of what's going on. Yeah. So I've included... Actually, one patient in particular had an amazing log. So I asked him if I could use it and I've um, just like adjusted it a little bit and that's in the workbook as well. So what I'm kind of hoping is people will have hard copy of the workbook. They'll see the presentation and watch the videos. I've tried to make the videos really informal so people will feel like they're in a consult with me. Um which is maybe good or bad. I'm not a very good actress, but <laughs> yeah. So that, that's the whole aim. The aim is is I just want people, I think number one, there's a whole lot of reasons why people don't access care. One is because they don't know it's available. 
Two is because they live somewhere where there isn't someone like you or I to help them. And three is because they're just, even if they do live somewhere, they might be too busy to go because they've got a, you know, really busy at work or family, or it might just be that they're too embarrassed to see face to face. So I was hoping that this online course might break down some barriers that people can do it in their own house. And then um, if they, I'm also going to try and I'm hoping people overseas will also access it because I can't find anywhere in the world online that there's a penile rehabilitation program. Is that right? Yep, I can't find one. So it might just be that I'm not very good at Googling, but I've spent a lot of time looking and I can't find anything like it. There's lots in the literature about that it's advantage so, and there's lot, uh, lots about what to do, but there wasn't anywhere that was one place where it all was. Okay, so penile rehabilitation is specifically the field of trying to improve male erectile function mm-hmm. following treatment for prostate cancer. So would this be for patients who are also having radiation therapy, for example? Yeah, definitely. So there's a bit – you would do a slightly different process. So you would start – the only difference really is between when you would start different stages of the program. And I've got like a flow chart in there where you like get on and it's like follow your own adventure. It's like, so you've just been diagnosed and then your choice of your treatment, where to, and then you follow it and you figure out when you start each step of the process. So a good example of that is um, if you have surgery, most people will be, have no erections at all immediately post-surgery and you need to, as we've talked about so many times in this podcast, you need to keep exercising your penis so that you use it, you lose it. And so if that's the case, you want to start using a penis pump pretty early on or very early on and taking um, low-dose PDE5 medication straight away. So PDE5s are the... Viagra, Levitra, Cialis, you know, the, the drugs that give you an erection. But in this case, immediately post-surgery, all they're going to do is get extra blood pumping around. But then if you, for instance, are someone who has radiation and you don't have surgery, then your erections might be fine for a while, for a few months, a couple of years, and then you'll find that they'll go off over time. And so the, the penile rehabilitation doesn't need to start until later in the process, which is when you start losing your spontaneous erection. Okay, so... When would be the best time to access your program? Ideally, when you first get diagnosed, that that would be great so that you would um, go through the steps and go, okay, this is where I'm at. But it's never too late to try. So particularly, you know, if I've, I've seen guys five years post-treatment that have come in and we've, you know, we're never going to get full function back, but we can certainly improve things a lot. So in the course, you said there were six modules. What are each of those modules titled at? Just briefly. Um, So the first one is anatomy. I hope I can remember them all now. There's anatomy and then there's um, prehabilitation. So I've got a whole section there about nutrition, diet, exercise, medication um, and when to start it and why. And then the next one is rehabilitation. So what you start doing when, when your function has started to fade. And in that section and in the prehab, we talk a bit about um, also about pelvic floor and the importance of it. And then we go from rehabilitation to for the eager beagers, which is to teach people how to either use a pump or injectables for um, to have sex while they're waiting for things to hopefully get back to normal. And then I'm talking about the cons, so it's not easy, you know, like it's not an easy process, this. So I've got a whole section on, you know, how to talk to your partner about it and what the cons of penile rehabilitation are. There are some negatives and I think it's important to bring those up. And be realistic. Yeah. So one of the most, the biggest cons I come across is men will say, 
that they feel like they're a bit obsessed with their penis and they don't really want to be. You know, it's like yeah. all day long. They get up in the morning and they have to use a pump and they have to take a pill and it's something that hasn't really been on their mind and all of a sudden... It's it, a big focus. Yeah, and they're doing their pelvic floor exercises. So there's a section on that, just talking about that. And what else have I got in there? Survivorship, which then talks about keeping your body healthy, cutting down on alcohol, stopping smoking, making sure exercise. I've got the whole program all the way through is backed up by the research and there's a whole section of academic papers for anyone who really wants to get into it and see the whys and the wheres. And what else have I got in there? And there's a section as well for on women. So your partner's got prostate cancer. How can you help them? Because in my experience, I think a lot of women will say to their male partner, oh, I don't care if we're never intimate again. Mm. But they say that because they don't want their partner to feel bad and then their partner's going, oh, well, what's the point of doing anything because they don't care? So it's like a mismatch in expectations that would be helpful to discuss. Yeah. So I think often they both do want to be intimate, but one doesn't want to say that to the other because they don't want to upset them or hurt their feelings. And so just ways to approach those difficult conversations. Okay, so this course, how long would it take? How many hours is it going to be? Yeah, so uh, it's in, in combination. I hate to think how many hours I've spent making it, but um, it's probably you could get through it in like five hours, and it's something that you do in bits. So each of the videos is about twenty minutes long, and that's and then each you only need to make a commitment once you've got the information of ten minutes a day for the rehab. And so what videos have you um, filmed that will, will be able to be viewed? Yeah, so I've filmed – each of the modules has got me talking through it. So you get like a the slideshow goes up and then my face is there, which is the thing I've struggled with the most because I hate getting filmed. But um, – and it's just me talking through. And so each module is kind of like – would replace a, an appointment with me. Sure. Uh, and so it's like you're in an appointment with me and we talk about and I give the information along the way. And I've also made other videos which are also available on the YouTube channel already, which are how to use a penis pump and how to use injectables as well. Okay, so how will people be able to actually access your course, Melissa? So they'll be able to get it from my website, which is www.rshealth.com.au or they can send me an email and ask me some questions about it. Um, or I'm go it's going to be available on Kajabi. So that's the only, you know, they will go into and you'll get sent a link if you're interested and then you can go in and have a look. There's an introduction video that overviews it all. And then if they decide they want to purchase the program, they purchase it and then they get sent a link and a special code and that code will... Um, let them in and then they'll be able to just go through it. It's pretty easy. I'm not very good at technology and it literally is once you're in, you just press a button, the video User comes friendly. and the slide comes. So you could stop, start at any time. Any time, yeah, yeah, exactly. And so, you know, you'd start what you can stop it in the middle and come back later. And every course is going to come, you'll get posted out a hard copy of the workbook and a penis pump of your choice. So I'm going to give them a choice and that'll all be included in the cost because you need these things, you know, like you can't do it without a, a pump. So... Excellent. Yeah, so I'm going to make that come in like a little gift box of, of excitement. Okay, so this course is basically for patients. Mm -hmm. What about if uh, there's allied health professionals, nurses, physios, people that are also keen to access information about penile rehabilitation? Yeah, they'd be very welcome and I think they'd probably get a lot out of it because as I say, I have like got all the research papers in the end so they could look at that if they wanted to and it's just – it, it would definitely teach nurses or physios a lot about 
what what I do and, you know, what they can tell people to help them. And I think it would be a good overall like rounding um, of information. And I'm planning on if this course goes well and it's well accepted, then I'm going to also do one just on erectile dysfunction in general. And then I want to do one on premature ejaculation. Um, and yeah, so I'm going to cover some other subjects as well down the track, but I just want to see how at the moment, this is just my passion is helping men and their partners with that have been going through prostate cancer because I think it's a real area of unmet meet, need. There's a lot of co- things online you can access if you've got premature ejaculation, for instance, but not prostate cancer. And just on the topic of partners, do you have a section at, at all for alternative relationships like gay homosexual couples? The whole course is written so that it doesn't matter if you're um, in a same-sex or a, um, a non-same-sex relationship. Yeah, And I've got like little pictures of... Jeffrey with, you know, um, another Jeffrey and Jeffrey with a, a female. So, yeah, so I think that I've definitely tried to cover both of that. Oh, and the other thing I didn't talk about, part of the course as well, if you get the course or if you're just one of my patients, you're going to be able to join this as well. I've started a Facebook group which I'll open when the course is oh, available. Oh, wow, like a support Yeah, and it's called the Willy Whisperers because, ah. you know, I wanted to use that name, Joey. so Absolutely. I finally got to use the Willy Whisperers. Um, so it's going to be a like private Facebook group that people who buy the course or if they're a patient of mine, they can join. And the idea of that, I'll just be a moderator. I won't put information in there. I'm just going to make sure people aren't mean to each other. Um, but other than that, it's for men and their partners to talk to each other about what they're going through because I think, like as we found from the podcast, it's so valuable to have get information and support from people who have been through what you're going through. So that whole group is going to be about that. Okay. So when's that going to start? Same day as the course is released. Right. <laughs> and if you're on the mailing list, I will mail you all and tell you when the course is out there. Well, that sounds awesome. So one of the most important things that you said earlier was just that you've got the research paper. So this is an evidence-based course and that's that's what we're kind of pitching mm. um, in everything we do to try and make sure that, you know, it's not just a part of um, our, I guess, business and generation of um, commercial interests for ourselves. Mm. That's one of the aims that Melissa and I have always started with um, setting out this podcast, that it's really to try and help improve the education process uh, globally uh, to make it easier, but at the same time to make sure that this is not, um, something that's going to be a price tag for anyone who accesses mm. our information. So this course has really evolved as an evolution, I think, of gaps in service that you've noticed. Yeah, definitely. And I also think like there's quite a reasonable waiting list now to get in to see me, which, um, you know, and and I'm hoping that I'll be able to, you know, make that offer to people that, look, you can buy the course and then you can get started and, you know, it, it'll be like having a consult with me. For all the, you know, there are obviously stages of the process where you need hands-on and I'll, you know, at those stages you can either book an appointment with me. And if you're an international person who does the course, then I envisage that they will send me an email and say, I'm in Kentucky can you find someone who in my area that you think might be suitable to start me off on injectables because you need a prescription for that? And then I would have a look in that area and go, look, this person will be the, the one for you. 
So you can go armed with the information. And also with the things like taking the Cialis or the Viagra or whatever for your um, prehab and rehabilitation, that's the other reason why I've got links to the papers in there because I think then if you were in another country or another side of Australia and you wanted to go to your GP and say, I'm doing this course and I need a prescription to take Tadadafil daily and this is the reason, then you can say to the GP that you go to or your normal healthcare provider, this is the evidence for it. So they, because GPs, they've got a really hard job. They can't they know do. everything about everything. So this might be, this is probably going to be really new information to them. So I think if someone came into you and said, I'm doing this course, it's evidence-based, here's the evidence, I'd like a script for this and this is the reason why, then hopefully their usual healthcare provider will be able to help out with those kind of things like the prescriptions. Wonderful, Melissa. I think, um, you know, from my uh, perspective as the physiotherapist working in this partnership that since our working together I've actually had to do less and less work on the sexual education side of it and that gives me more time to look after the, the areas that I've, I find um, I sort of had more experience and evidence with so it's made my job easier actually so I'm sure others who might be in similar shoes to me should they have their patients have the opportunity to access your uh, program that it will kind of be a really nice kind of fusion of um, patient care and and to make the whole process so much easier and that everyone's on a bit more level playing field to start with. So Mm. I really wanted to take this opportunity to uh, have a quick chat to you about what you were doing and why because um, we shouldn't be keeping this topic, you know, um, under covers. Well, thank you very much for asking me all that. It's great. All right, and we look forward to it being available pretty soon and we're... Once again, will they be able to access it, Melissa? www.rshealth.com.au Awesome. Thanks so much. Okay, thank you. See ya. Lives inside me It's been there All of my life Hi, this is Dr Joe. Thank you so much for listening to our program today. And we're pleased to let you know that we will be having weekly podcasts, not fortnightly, as originally proposed. And this is because the popularity of our podcast. We're getting so many emails, so many questions, and so much feedback, and Melissa and I greatly appreciate it. What we'd really love you to do is share our podcast with anyone you think might benefit, including any man in your life. Simply download off Spotify or subscribe to the Penis Project Org, and then you'll get a weekly email of our newest releases. Also feel free to send us a review and this will greatly help in our ongoing ability to bring you new and fresh information as that's the way we build what comes next. We also have show notes attached and this gives a bit of a background into any additional resources or explanations of what we're talking about. Finally, it's my great pleasure to let you know that PROST, the exercise program which sponsors our podcast, is now available on a USB resource for any man diagnosed with prostate cancer, an exercise program. Clinicians can buy these as well as the everyday bloke. So feel free to check out prost.com.au. Meanwhile, let's keep the conversation going. Of those warm afternoons Boys on their bikes Shooting stones at each other through the trees
tried to deny the going down of the sun.